0: Side of the nice little chip. Oh, Mr. Oliveira with a cheeky
1: goal. <laughs> Hey welcome everybody to the 4 soccer Pod. This is our post match rant. This is Jim you could find me on Twitter at Chattagooner
0: and this is Todd you can find me at great footballer on Twitter.
1: And what we do in the post-match rant is talk about a game that we just, or the game that we just watched. And what we just watched was Chattanooga FC going out to the West Coast to play Napa Valley 1839 FC and coming back with three points and a 6 nothing win. Uh, Todd, uh, what did you think overall about the match before I kind of go into some stats?
0: Hey, 6 nothing felt good, man. Like we needed that in the worst way. And you and I talked about it. If we could just get that one goal to go in, we thought there might be a cascade of goals to follow, and, and uh, it held true, and I'm really happy about that.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was fun to watch. It was really fun to watch, and the stats kind of bear out what you're talking about. Um, we can just kind of go from half to half before we break, uh, we break it down and talk about it. First half stats for CFC, two, sh- two goals, 11 shots, six of those on target, three of them uh, were blocked, Four corners, no offside, uh, four fouls for CFC in the first half. Napa Valley, no goals on two shots. None of the, Neither of those shots were on target. Their keeper had four saves. One of their shots was blocked. Uh, they got three corners, one offside call, committed seven fouls, and had one yellow. In the second half, uh, CFC scores four goals for, on 13 shots, seven of those on target. Uh, D'Amico had one save. Uh, Two of our shots were blocked, Uh, only had one corner in the second half. Again, no offside, four fouls and one yellow for CFC. And then for Napa Valley, again, no goals on two shots. One of those was on target, three saves for their keeper. They had one corner, two offside, 11 fouls and three yellows. Uh, So, again, CFC had a total of 24 shots, 13 of those were on target, for the game resulting in six goals as you said it if when when we think that, when we thought about it that first goal going in maybe other goals would follow probably it was more like the second goal going in I think gave them the freedom to go out in that second half and and really and really dominate so
0: it was a good ratio of like uh on target to goals about half I mean if you can hit you know, half of your uh, shots on goal going in, uh, you're you're going to have a, a, a good
1: night. Yeah, for yeah, 24 shots, 13 of those uh, were on target, and uh, one was blocked. So, uh, you know, it, we, it was a it was there was um the accuracy was good.
0: You know, we had to get the mentality right going into the game. I think we were concerned about that. You and I knew, and we have talked about it. This was an absolute must-win game, or else just flush this whole tournament down the toilet. So I uh, reached out and got a couple of quotes from uh, Phil D'Amico, and uh, just we were talking about the mentality and that sort of thing, and uh, he says, and I quote, uh, the team's mentality last night was just to go out there and get the job done at all costs. Whatever it took, we knew we had to come back to Chattanooga with three points. Getting an early goal is always what we we're looking for, and last night it came within the first minute for us and helped us relax in our style of play. Everybody who came in, knew what they, they had a job to do, and did it without any problems. As we started out with a 4-4-2 diamond and then moved into a 4-3-3 into the second half when they made the substitution. So, you know, even the team, uh, they, I think they kind of even knew where they were in this, and they had to get a result last night.
1: Yeah, and I I, I think everybody knew it. It was it was a, a must-win if we had any hopes in, in kind of climbing up and in competing in the in the Members Cup and you know and I said this on the last time we talked you know on the, on the podcast when we interviewed uh, Eric Housley it was probably good for us that we were playing Napa no offense to Napa I don't I don't want to take anything away from them I I love the club I love what they're doing and I love what they're doing in the community but it, you know it was a team that had that has shown that you know that they, they may not be quite up to CFC's level. And so it was important for us to go out and not not assume that. Go out on the field and, and and make it happen. And the and the guys really did. It's interesting that that again that Phil talks about going into the four four two diamond, which I had hoped would happen. But I'll I'll, I'll be honest. I, I didn't see a diamond in in the way the the team was working out on the field. And I'm I'm still a little confused. I, I, I might go back and watch. It, again, um, from a lineup perspective, we haven't talked about that that yet, but we started with Torres and Smarzok as the fullbacks, of course D'Amico and goal, uh, with Ruben and Soren as the centerbacks, which is a pairing that we haven't seen in a while. I don't know if we've seen it all season. Ruben's been out for a while. And then what it looked like was Ginky and Lasana both playing fairly deep, and with Juan and Cam being kind of a little more forward and then uh, Wilshere and Zeca up top. So I, I, you know, it's I don't know really if 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 Phil says that it was a diamond, I'm not really sure who the wingers were, uh, to be honest, or who the outside mids were. If Juan's if one's playing the ten, you would expect that Ginky's playing the six. I don't know if I really saw Lasana out that wide. Um, that much. I guess I need to go back and, and relook it again. It looked to me like that four-four-two block a little bit with Ginky and Lasana both playing deep. I don't know if you saw something different. No, no.
0: I, I struggled to make out the formation mostly because I can only see fifty square feet of the field at any given right. moment, which caused its own challenges. But you know, going going back to to that lineup, you know, that was the first time we've seen a Ruben start a game since back in May. Uh, great to see him back, provide some depth, of competition. Uh, at the position, I think that's really good. Uh, great to see Lozano back. Uh, we may not have seen him. Uh, I, we, I could be wrong on this, but we thought maybe the municipal match was the last that's time we saw him. That's the now. last
1: time I can remember. Uh, but, so, you know, I'm, I'm old.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially playing a, yeah, especially playing a substantial role mm-hmm. in a game, you know, like this. So, but I thought for the most part they, they both looked good during the game. Which, to be fair, I thought everybody looked good uh, for the most part last night. When you drub somebody six to and you're uh, most everybody's gonna have a Yeah, good I think game, I think so. Geeky
1: struggled a little bit. He had a couple of giveaways. He had another strange play. I believe it was in I can't really remember if it was in their box. He if he had gone forward and he had the ball taken away from him and he he got a fortunate foul call. I think it was a fortunate foul call. I think he really just lost the ball and got a foul called. Other than that, I mean, I may be being rough on him to, to kind of pick out three or four little little incidents, but there there was there was a couple of times when he was caught. There were a couple of – Just
0: uh, practical yeah. passes, I think, in the yeah. midfield. And, like, I guess a better team might have caused problems. But, yeah. uh, um, you know, yeah, against Napa Valley, they were able to uh, kind of quash any threat yeah. for yeah. fast. So, so, yeah,
1: I think you're, you're right. I think the team played fairly fairly well. Uh, I didn't see Zekka that much. I don't know how involved he – he was um but again that you know to produce to produce the chances and goals that that we did you know i I, the team really played very very well and if it was if part of it was going back to that diamond formation uh i'm all for it i was i was really hoping we'd see it and again i'm i'm a little like you the angles were so tight that it's it's hard to see the field and when i did see lasana he looked fairly deep but you know Phil Phil knows he was out in the field, so I would assume he would know. Yeah, we
0: were we were 2,500 miles
1: away getting a bag Kuju feed. I'm glad to see. Uh, I'm I'm glad to see the 4-4-2 diamond come back. I I was not thrilled with that. That again, I don't I don't know enough tactically to know the nuances between the two formations, other than you know the 4-4-2 box has has kind of a a partnership as a defensive mid, and the diamond typically has one kind of soul, kind of that person as the base of the diamond. I'm glad to see Ruben play. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad to see kind of Ruben play well. You know, when you, know, you and I had talked early on in the season, he had a couple of rough patches. Um, but, I, you know, I, I didn't know if – that was in the four-two-three-one though. And I really didn't know if, if uh, his issues were caused more by being exposed um, by the lack of cover from a defensive midfielder or if it was him – and, you know, he, he played really well in this game. He, now, Napa didn't offer a whole lot uh, going forward, um, but he, he, he played well. He brought the ball up well. He distributed well upfield. He had a couple of really good long passes up to the through the midfield into the attacking third that created chances. Um, and when a center back can do that, he's playing well. So, uh, again, I, you know, I didn't really have a whole lot – um, you know, I thought our fullbacks got forward better than the last game. Um, so yeah, from the it was it was an interesting uh, f- it was an interesting uh, lineup. When I started to kind of make it out by watching the game, um, you know, it, I, initially I was very confused, and I think I told you, I think I texted you late last night when I was watching. I'm like, were we in a three at the back? And the reason was I I just don't remember Smarzak playing a fullback position. I may be misremembering that, but. You know, I saw him playing fullback, and I'm like, is he is he a winger or is he is he playing fullback? So that was my only surprise. That that back four it has got to be the first time we've had that back four together. Um, I I can't I can't imagine that that back four has played together. Or at least I don't remember it. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. No, well we we got off to a flying start, right? I mean, well you, you really can't like get off to a second.
1: Yeah, you can't get off to a better start. I mean, a, a goal in the inside of 45 seconds—you really can't do much more than that. And
0: yeah, uh, Max Tree—he he set the tone like right from the start. And you know, we we thought that they needed something like that—a quick goal to boost the confidence. And uh, and you don't see that very often in soccer. Uh, but no. but there there you had it. I mean, he pounced on the ball, and uh, I think he took it on uh, maybe like on the first bounce. And uh, smashes it uh, near post on the keeper, and then CFC are off flying.
1: Yeah, it was a really nice finish. It really was. It really was. And I thought we were, you know, I think I thought that we were going to take that, and I thought it was really going to be a a drubbing in the first half. And you know, the the game quieted down a little bit after that. I mean, we, you know, like I said, we did end we did end with 11 shots and six on target, but you know, our passing was a little spotty. And, uh, although, you know, we'll have to put a big asterisk beside my, my passing in and possession statistics from the first 15 minutes, because a lot of it, well, not a lot of it, several minutes of it was just, um, it looked like a screenshot, then another shot, then another shot. The video froze, was frozen a little, almost as much as it worked in that first 15 minutes. So, you know, my numbers may be a little skewed, but our passing was down a little bit in that in that first 15 minutes. We spent a lot of time in the defensive and mid, in like the defensive third and mid, in our kind of the midfield. Um, 46 of our 56 completed passes were either in the defensive third or the middle third. And so we spent a lot of time passing it around. Uh, and most of those, again, the middle third starts, we were passing it around between our center backs in the middle third of the field. That's how high they we were playing. And so but we didn't really you know we didn't really create a whole lot in that first right after the goal I thought we were going to be flying and we sputtered yeah. a little bit after that but we picked it up really quick you know by the by the 30th minute we were passing at a 91% rate and and really controlling completely controlling <clears throat> excuse me yeah. completely controlling the midfield
0: yeah and I thought we were generating a lot of chances to uh boot, like you know kind of after we got to that lull in the first like you know, like you said, 15, 20 minutes until we got through that. And I, I mean, I'm give, give Napa Valley a little a little credit here. I mean, they they played you know as in, as intense as, as they could and tried to create you know di- make it difficult for us to play. So you know, give them some credit there. But once CSC put their foot on the ball, uh, you know, later on in the half, they really started to generate some chances and really uh, they probably could have been four to nothing at halftime, and no one really could argue with that score line. You know, as it stood, Max Wilshire gets that first one uh, in the first minute, and then uh, Sanchez, uh, Juan Sanchez, had to come on for uh, an injured Gabriel Torres uh, late in the first half. Uh, But for coming in, he also got himself uh, on the score sheet and uh, bags uh, the second goal of the first half. And TFC going to halftime two to nothing. I thought a very deserved scoreline.
1: Yeah, I was I was really happy with that second goal when that second goal went in. I, I felt like one nil was not really reflective of the of the nature of the match through that first half, and really felt like it was setting us up. You know, for for more. You know, of what we've seen in the past, where we create a lot and have a lot of possession, but don't turn those in to goals, and, and I was a little worried about it going in 1-0. You know, Napa didn't – you know, again, if you're only up a goal, you just never know. Ball bounces the wrong way, a counter, uh, a penalty, a free kick. I mean, we've seen what happens if, you know, if uh, if you just leave it to – if you leave it late. So I was really glad to see that second goal go in, and I, I felt like it, it, it kind of – I think that really calmed the team down. I, I would have to think it did. And to go into halftime 2-0 up, you know, and what's interesting is – You know when when we come we come out in the second half, play a little bit, and there's some subs come in that we went to that four three three. You know I I told you that I was you know I thought we had changed the formation, but uh, and I and I noticed that Costa was playing so very high that I knew either one of two things was happening: he was just not paying attention to to his role as an outside mid, or we had gone to like a four three three. And we, you know, I I noticed pretty quickly that Ginky was then again I thought he was part of a pair in the first half. I noticed he was by himself really as a as a defensive mid, um, and those two things combined is I really felt like we had changed systems and and you know it's it's good that uh, Phil kind of makes me feel like I know a little bit of what I'm looking at.
0: Hey, stand st- stand stand back, uh, soccer world. Jim and Todd are actually becoming somewhat perceptive to changes in the game. This is a breakthrough.
1: Well if 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 I just if everybody if everybody out there all future members cup teams and all teams in NISA if you are listening to this post match rant I would really appreciate if you sent me an all 22 shot like if you sent me a tactical a tactical cam in addition to the normal feed it would really it would really help uh, my ability to see what's going on So I'll I'll make that humble request of everyone out there for Members Cup and for Nisa, all of the teams. Please um, do me a favor and give me that tactical shot. Uh, It would really help me out. So,
0: yeah, that's the least they can do. Let's be,
1: you know what? Help us, help you. Help us, help you. I think that's all we're
0: asking.
1: Yes. and I mean, and who knows? You know, as as good as my cuju is. Maybe they will, you know. Maybe they will have like an all twenty-two shot built into their little program here.
0: Mm, no. Once again, we'll delay <laughs> this topic momentarily.
1: We're okay. We're good. We're going to delay. We're not going to talk. Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to delay. No, not too, okay. Too soon, my friend. Too soon. Yeah, too soon.
0: So we we come out in the second half, change formation. And I wonder about this, right? We had that two nothing lead. I wonder if this is Coach Fuller saying, "All right, it's time to pardon the expression, it's time to step on their throat and and finish this." And uh, and I think maybe maybe they went for it. And I'm kind of happy to see that.
1: I think ex- I think that's exactly what it was. That you know we we need to make a statement. We need to and, and, and personnel I think probably played a role um, in that uh, a little bit. Um, but I, I definitely think because we started flying in that second half. Um, I'm interested in you know if, when I, when I get to the second half statistics, I'm really interested to see kind of what what we look like in the in the in the attacking part of the middle of the pitch and then the attacking third because we really started flying. I think I thought Napa got tired, um, and it doesn't help with a tired with you know with a tired team if the opposing team, in this case CFC. Brings on people with the speed of Costa and, and the kind of the, the speed of play that Caleb mm-hmm. Cole can have, and it, it they it caused them problems. I mean, it the speed caused them problems. Pushing pushing more people forward caused them problems, and you know where where they and to, and to their credit, it really wasn't until we kind of pinned them back where yeah. they started where they started to really play defensively. The first yeah. half, I thought, you know, they came to play, you know, and, and I, I'm going to give them credit, you know, they 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 were not two banks of four. Um, they did try to come out a little bit and 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 play. Uh, there was a little bit of long ball to them, but um, you know, the, I understand what they were trying to do.
0: At the same time, they probably watched the film. They probably watched yeah. the film, and they knew if they could if they could get one on us, you know, and that 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 might affect our mentality and and our confidence level. So I think. That was the recipe. I mean, look, we should have done the same thing to the Michigan Stars as what we did to Napa Valley the other night. That should have been yes. a 4-5-0 score line. Uh, and the yep. difference was mentality and capitalizing on opportunities. And I think Michigan Stars was a little better than Napa Valley, but it, it's really, it, it still should have been the same result. So, And, and I think we're starting to see a pattern here of, uh, of, of what CFC likes to do. I think we like to come out uh, in one formation, uh look at halftime you know make some tactical changes and then it completely change the formation in the second half CFC looks comfortable in doing that and making those on the fly adjustments i don't know if it's worked out the way we wanted it to but it certainly did against Napa Valley
1: yeah yeah well i again i, I like i like the diamond formation and i and i like the 433 when you have uh, when you've got a speed um, like with Costa and Webb uh, as your kind of outside forwards that 433 works really nicely and so uh, i was i was pleased i was pleased to to see it and and it and like i said i thought we were flying in that second half and really could have just could have named the score, I think, and it, we, it was just wave after wave after wave of pressure. Right.
0: And Max, and Max Vercetti puts in that third goal, and that's when I really knew the route was probably going to be on. And yeah. I, do you have what minute that was in?
1: Uh, the third goal was in the fifty-fifth minute. So, so CFC's
0: putting in their third goal. Max is uh, second of the game, uh, yeah. and so that leaves a, a you know almost uh, thirty-five minutes. That you knew CFC was going to be pinning their ears back and everybody was going to be wanting to get in on the action at that point.
1: Yep. And then we score. And then, you know, then in 15 more minutes, uh, the fourth goal is in the 70th. Then we score in the 83rd. Then we score in the 89th. And, um, you know, we could have scored more. Uh, That's the, again, that second, in the second half, we put in 13 shots and seven of those were on target. So, I mean, we, you know, to have 24 shots in a game, uh, is always good. Get 13 of those on target is great. And if you score half of those, you know, you score half your goals on target, you know, you're yeah. going to, or your shots on target, you're doing really, really well. And, and we scored just under half of our shots. And on target, we
0: can, so. we can talk about some of these individual goals, right? Uh, I thought the first Costa goal was a, I mean, I, I watched it a couple of times on, uh, on my QG. I mean, it looked like he got his foot around it pretty good. And it looked like it was, uh, went in upper left corner
1: is that what you saw which which goal was that
0: uh that was the fourth goal cost disperse.
1: first uh isn't that the one that he just he put his foot through it
0: yeah yeah i think yeah. that was the fourth goal it was it was it was
1: well taken and uh, yeah and it authority. was from right out it was either right outside the 18 or right inside mm-hmm. and those and those are shots that we've not taken I mean, we've we've been. I don't know if we're trying to pass the ball into the net and play it. We've needed to we've needed to just fire some of those shots from from right outside the box. And I was when that when that went in, that was the one I was most pleased with. I was like, that that is a shot that we haven't taken in the last couple of matches, and I was really it's glad to see it go in. Shot. It was. It was. And, it was a nice shot.
0: And I know you're going to hate this reference, but it's a Paul Skol's goal. All oh right. man, <laughs> that, that that guy. Look, man, you put in your Arsenal references like on a, on every every occasion. So I'm going to sneak in a United reference here. But Paul Scholes was known for those shots, uh, you know, at the top of the box, and and that's we've lacked the confidence to do that. And it was great to see Costa put his put his foot through the ball and blast it And the in the Web goal. Uh, this will be goal number five. That yeah. ball that. Oliveira put through was just nasty mcnasty
1: it um, was it was I mean, and i and, and ever, i love what did you see what the club put out
0: oh about it yeah, easy they have family <laughs> so, but i mean so if you haven't seen this the ball the ball gets played uh to uh olivera who is just inside his, his own half Webb keeps making his run uh down the left wing olivera back it split two defenders with this ball it's just so nasty He plays it right into the feet of Webb, uh who takes it in uh on the goalkeeper and, and tucks in a, just a, a clinical finish there that's no doubt it about be, it, it
1: would be a great it would have been a great through ball if he was facing the goal and yeah. the fact that he was the fact that he was facing away from it and he hits a bouncing ball it's not a i mean he hits a bouncing ball through i mean it's it's all kinds of nasty i mean it's um
0: so it's, so i pose the question what was better uh that or the back kill he had up against greenville which one was better
1: i kind of th- well uh, um the i, against, I know they're, they're a little different. The, the one against the one against greenville was right across the face of goal right like he
0: it was it was yeah
1: this i don't know this this one again he's the ball's bouncing he's got to play a through ball which would be a good pass if he were facing goal i got to say this one is the, yeah i'm
0: going to give the nod to this i got to say this one
1: ball. yeah i got to say I'll, I'll give the nod to this one too i mean the yeah i i you know again it would be it would have been a great ball if he played it forward the fact that he played it he heeled it just you know <laughs> raises it to 11 <laughs> yeah absolutely
0: uh, and then uh, so. Costa adds the six uh, in uh, in the last couple of minutes of the game to finish the route. Uh, six nothing. Uh, just uh, pretty much, you know, from minute one to minute ninety plus stoppage. It was a dominant performance, I thought, by CFC. Uh, the score line was 100% reflective of what we saw on the field, and it it left me feeling warm and fuzzy.
1: Yeah, it was it was a good feeling. I mean, I think I think a lot of people were. We're nervous. We're salty. I guess about the last three matches that we've played, mm-hmm. um, the Michigan match I don't think it left a good taste in anybody's mouth, and it, it was just not a uh, just not a good, just really not a good result. Not a result we needed, you know. And you know, on the on the back heels of you know, on the heels of the uh, two decent performances that ended up in both losses, you know, I think this was this was something that the team really needed and, and good momentum going into. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into the the Milwaukee Torrent match I mean again it, it there's nothing really bad you can say about it we got new players in we rotated uh, we got we still got the starters some um, some good minutes uh, and they were able to produce in those minutes we do have an injury and I don't know you know I, I'm you know I. I am kinda of worried about Torres. I like I like him out the outside and so I hope he's okay. But other than that, I mean it's it's really a night that you really can't point to anything negative. You know, other than other than this there's some there's still some finishing issues that I think we could point to if we're being really picky in the first half. Oh yeah, we
0: could have had ten goals in this
1: baby. We had some we had some odd you know, we had some um some some three on twos and it could have been three on one that we didn't really finish and, you know, we didn't put some things on net. But, I mean, that's really getting picky. It's, it's hard to it's hard to nitpick a 6-0 win. So, Well,
0: I, if I had to give a man of the match, which we don't normally do this, but I would uh, tip my hat to Max Wilsherey and for the single reason of starting the match off so fast. I think a lot of times, like, uh, you can be caught off guard by having such a, an opportunity early in the game, but he took the chance and finished it. And I just thought that that set the tone. And and I reached out to him and and asked him about the game and and uh, about having a getting his brace. And he said, and I quote, "I think that we dominated the game from the beginning and played focused the whole game. That I could help my team with two goals was a great feeling. But overall, it was fantastic performance from each of us. And that kind of goes back to what Phil said. Uh, obviously, they felt the pressure and they really had that mentality of whatever it takes to get it done.
1: Yeah, and it showed." It really showed. They went out there, uh, had some fun. It looks like in California, and the uh, and then got the got the job done. So, yeah, kudos to them. I'm, I, it was, uh, well, it was well deserved and well earned. So. Well, I really
0: hope the injury uh, on the injury front. I hope that Torres uh, comes through and maybe just has a a knock that he can recover from uh, and is back up to full speed by next Saturday. Because, uh, you know, we got to turn around and go on the road uh, up to Milwaukee. They've proven to be a quality side. They've already tied uh, the Cosmos on the road. As far as what we know about the injury, uh, Sheldon Grizzle uh, told me uh, they know, won't know more until they get everybody back in training tomorrow. Uh, but there's uh, nothing to report other than uh, we know that Torres was taken off. But there's no other injuries
1: besides that that we know of. So all positives... All positives, Todd, except, is it time to start oh. talking?
0: Uh, we can rant now. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: So, I've, you know, it was it was brutal in real time, watching, trying to watch it live. Um, Savage. My Kuju crashed a couple of times. Uh, the feed was horrible. I did, I, I never... I didn't. I didn't ever turn the audio on, so I didn't know. I mean, I read it on Twitter. I heard. I saw what people were talking about, but I never heard it for myself until I reviewed the first half and I listened to about two or three minutes of it, and I couldn't take it anymore. So yeah, I mean, after it was the third
0: it, verse, after the third verse of "Row, <laughs> Row, Row Your Boat," and it was. I was like, "What am I hearing?" I was like, "Why am I still hearing the national anthem in the tenth minute?" Yeah. Oh, it was. It was just driving me insane. And I couldn't, number one, the, cam, the camera angles were bad. They were zoomed in on, you know, like I said, 50 square feet of a time. I couldn't analyze anything. Look, I struggle to analyze what I'm watching with a good field of view, let alone being able to see 50 square feet of the field at one time. Then add in the fact that I'm not sure if it's a bad mycuju feed or if it's another earthquake in California. I, I, I don't know. I didn't know whether I should, like, you know, be praying that people will take shelter, or if I should just survive the feed.
1: Yeah, it was it was a bit of a mess. Yeah, I think the I think this seemed to be a combination of a bad feed, um, some some folks who may not be used to filming and then putting it out on a platform that clearly has some issues. Uh I mean, so it's it's it, I think it's I think it's because of the audio, because of the camera work You can't, it has to be part of the problem was local to, to Napa, but we had several people reporting that they, that they tried to open this feed on multiple platforms. It crashed, failed to open, um, didn't work on multiple platforms. If you know, from mobile phone to Apple, to PCs, multiple different browsers, if it's failing across all of that, it's it's probably at least partially got to be a MyKuju problem. Um, Look, and I, you I tried know, to
0: get on a pirated feed from the Middle East, and it still failed. Okay.
1: <laughs> I went. So, I went. I went
0: 1999, and I, I still did not get my feed. To, no, but seriously, that's what I felt like. It felt like it was 1999. I was trying to watch some obscure Amer- or some American player playing in some obscure European league, and the only way I could get it is by basically infecting my PC with a virus uh, just so I could get three flashing moments of uh, a substitute appearance by who knows who it was at the time. But it was really a throwback moment watching this feed. And I was like, really, in 20 years, we have achieved nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean we've seen worse feeds. I, mean, I think, you know, the... Was it, I think it was the Georgia revolution was pretty bad. I don't know if it was Atlanta where one side mm-hmm. of the field looked like it was being played on the surface of the sun. So, I mean, you know, we've, we've seen some, we've seen some shoddy feeds and, 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 you know, and to everyone, everyone's credit, I don't know what I, you know, the audio, I think they just gave up on, but it got better after about halfway through the first half uh, and it pretty much stayed okay. Except for, again, the, the cameraman was pan was just panning back and forth really quickly and, um, f- was zooming in too much, but uh, I think the feed was all right. It's going to be interesting to to see. I, I really hope that uh, you know, I, you know. I, I think several people saw the comments from uh, CFC fans. From I, mean, I saw some, I saw some Detroit folks who were who were trying to watch the game, also voice some frustration. And it's clear that uh, you know. I think Tim Kelly commented on it and said that that he felt like this was not a a kind of a league issue that this this was this was more of a local issue and that he hoped that NISA or he was sure that NISA would enforce um, some higher standards in terms of the equipment and 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 what what clubs can do locally and I hope that's true I hope that NISA has you know has high standards for that and also then assists the clubs and and provides some Either either a way for the the clubs that they know do it well to connect with those other clubs and and share some information, or have a t- have a team that they that they consult with that can that can help out and make sure that clubs have good feeds because, you know, it's for for Nisa to work we need we need coverage and we need to be people need to be able to watch these matches and so if they've already signed with Cuju, we got to make my could work and it, and it's, um, so I, my, my hope is that NISA sees this and, and does what it can do as a, as an association to make sure that it's member clubs do what they need to do to produce quality, um, streams. All right.
0: So for those of you, uh, that was, I appreciate that, Jim. That was very, uh, I thought PC and very gentle. Uh, <laughs> that was a sucky seat. Okay. If if, if CSC has, has got to up their game and go when they go professional, like look, do we critique CSC the way we are now, like two years ago when they were full on amateur college kids? No, but now we're professional, so some critiquing is in order. Uh, you know what? If this was my buddy JoJo's feed out of his basement trying to get us this, I wouldn't be as critical. But this is this is a uh, professional organization now that is going to be carrying these games and is responsible for a national broadcasts and it's signed on as a partner yeah i'm gonna up my criticism a little bit uh because and and you have to forgive me how far away is napa valley from silicon valley any idea i I don't really know it can it be that far
1: no it's probably not that far
0: exactly can we find somebody with some technical experience to produce uh, a watchable feed is it that much of an ask i i
1: don't i don't know i again you know i'm normally the salty one i don't know i mean i you know, I don't know what I don't know what got look, into you. Did look,
0: man, look. You are in Gatlinburg. I'm sorry, Pigeon Forge, in the basement of a cabin, trying to watch a feed like, in in darkness, and it was a struggle. Okay, so yeah. Oh yeah, I'm that, was, the, that was
1: that was the other. That was I'm glad you mentioned that, that was the other thing. It and not only was the the camera angle strange. it it, I mean, it, it looked like it looked like they were playing in a cave. I mean, it was dark. Uh, it was just frustrating. But
0: it's um, when players went to the far side of the field, I was not sure what was happening to them. They could have been getting mugged. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, all right. So yeah. that's my rant about the feed. Okay. So stay tuned. Uh, Four two three soccer pod uh, survivors. Uh, you survived this rant. We actually have reached out to MyKuju, and uh, it looks like uh, they're going to answer some questions for us uh, in, in the coming uh, week or weeks. Uh, we're going to try to get something together with them, and we're going to basically ask them, hey, what's up with this feed? What can we expect coming forward uh, in the rest of the uh, Members' Cup and, more importantly, moving forward with, with the Mesa League next spring? So I uh, look forward to that. Not if, listen, not if they listen
1: not that they listen to you rant about it on here. They're gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna come and face the and face the the Todd the Todd uh, you know
0: Look now I'll put the mittens on for the interview, okay? <laughs> look, if they don't if they just look at their own like mentions on Twitter, True. I think they they realize that we've broken out the Morton salt and uh, applying it ample yeah. you know, an ample amount to wounds.
1: Yeah, R. I. P. their mentions. I, I can yeah. only imagine I can only imagine what, what hey, that it wasn't
0: like. us, okay? It wasn't us in the mentions. They were... It wasn't us. So, no. But anyway, hey, we want to get to the... Look, we want a good feed because it affects our ability to deliver you, you know, quality material. Uh, I couldn't tell what was going on in that feed last night. It got very frustrating, but I'm sure it did for everybody. And I think it's important, uh, not only for, you know, just us to do our podcast, okay? That's the least of anybody's worries. But more importantly to to have a level of professionalism uh with the broadcast uh and building a league and as are, as we all realize how important uh Lisa is in the grand scheme of things uh you got to be able to deliver the goods.
1: Yeah. Well, Todd, we've rambled about 41 minutes. And you re- you remember you remember when we, when we started and we talked about having these um post-match episodes be four minutes and 23 seconds
0: yes let me quote jim hey i got an idea so how about after each match we do a quick recap and it'll be four minutes and 23 seconds and i was like oh that sounds great yeah and i think our first post match went like how long did it go like 20 no
1: our first one we got like five minutes i think something like that Yeah, we got we got Um, down to five and now we're at now we're at 41 minutes
0: now we just like hearing ourselves talk
1: yeah we do we do. Yep. <laughs> so. All right. So All we right. Got Milwaukee
0: coming up in the next match that's going to be away next Saturday. The boys got to go out get three more points. Uh, we got an interview with a uh, uh, Milwaukee Torrent fan, uh, and uh, he's a member of their supporters group. We're going to have him on uh, for the full length pod. So be listening to that. We're going to try to get that recorded tomorrow night and maybe have it out Wednesday. Uh, Jim, what? You got anything for this man?
1: No, I just you know we're we're gonna be. I've reached out to Claire Tooley, the new supporter, owner, board member, and we will be con- we'll be connecting with her within the next week or so. Um, I know that there's a board meeting on Wednesday, and she wants to get her kind of get her bearings before uh, she comes on. So um, you know we're gonna we'll be talking with her. Uh, like you said, we'll be talking hopefully with some folks with Cuju. And then we'll you know, we're still hey Stumptown, we're still looking for folks out there to uh you know, we we've got you've got a couple we've got a couple of weeks to find somebody to to talk about Stumptown. Have um, they
0: played their first game yet?
1: I don't know. I know that I know the Fury I know that uh, Detroit beat the Fury one nil uh in uh, in kind of a uh a Nisa friendly um I don't Were they know, furious? Stop. I don't know that uh I don't know that uh, that that Town has has played a match yet, so I probably should right. know that, but I don't.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. well, it's it's late on
1: Labor uh, Day weekend, so. Yep. Well, Todd, we good?
0: We're good, man. We'll
1: wrap it up. All right. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with us for forty-three plus minutes. Uh, the, again, this is the four-two-three soccer pod post-match rant. You can find the the podcast. Um, you know, just go to wherever really really good podcasts are are available. Uh, we will be there as well. You could find us at uh, four two three soccer pod on Twitter, and you can find also if you go to anchor.fm slash 423soccerpod. You can find all the episodes there. If you're interested in supporting us and, and if you like the work that we're doing, you can click on a link there and provide some support to the podcast. We do. We certainly appreciate all of you who have already done that. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Again, this is Jim at Chattagooner.
0: And this is Todd. You can find me currently broadcasting from the middle of a field, but you can find me on Twitter at GreatFootballer.
1: And until we see y'all again, go CFC.
0: Go Blues. here. Hold on, hold on. here. Got defense. Oh, and it's oh, gone. On. Oh, got it. What a shot from Wilshere. Off the other side of the crossbar. Nice little chip. Oh, Mr. Oliveira. Oh, Mr. Oliveira. The cheeky goal. <laughs>